Hey, you're listening to episode 13 of the Ask a Freelancer podcast. Ask a Freelancer is brought to you by Cushion, a simple forecasting app for freelancers. Cushion gives you a bird's eye view of your schedule and income so you can plan months ahead and reach your financial goals for the year. Learn more about Cushion at cushionapp.com. Let's get to the questions for today's show. Now remember, these are questions that you sent to at cushionapp on Twitter. And somehow we also managed to capture real recordings of you asking the questions. Okay, here we go. How do you strike the balance between too little work and too much work? So this first question is about balancing having too much work or too little work. And I feel like it's important to start this episode of balance with this idea that running a business is like a tightrope walk. You're never going to strike a perfect balance. It's always about responding and reacting to the last impulse. So when you're on a tightrope, there's never a point when you're walking that you've just maintained this perfect balance and it's about walking. It's always about countering the falling off the other side. So if you go a little bit to the left, you have to push back to the right and it's an ebb and flow. And I think running a business is you're, if, you're in the, if you're running a business, you're always in the business of solving your business's problems. Every time you have a breakthrough, you're just trading for another problem, a bigger problem to solve. That's what growth is all about. And so I think it's just interesting to set the tone of this episode and say, if you're dealing with these balance problems, then you're right where you need to be because that's what business is all about. And I think the sooner you accept that, the sooner you accept that this is just going to be an ongoing process of counterbalance and balance, um, the more you can enjoy the process of that tension. Because if you can't, then you're never going to be able to enjoy your business. Now that said, here's what I think this looks like. I think there's never a time where you perfectly strike the balance of being busy enough. Like what's the level of perfect level of busy? Uh, Everyone, no matter what you do, is gonna go through ebbs and flows. You're gonna have dry seasons, you're gonna have busy seasons that are too busy. I find that I either go through a season where I don't have Uh, You know, I'll go through two weeks where there's just not tons of action coming my way and then the next two weeks I'll have so much work that I have to work the weekends and do nights and all that jazz and it's really uh, an ebb and flow. But here's the key. Here's my suggestion for finding the right balance between not having enough work and having too much. I think you need to get to that stage where people are selling to you. If you're still chasing work and you're you're trying to get people to say yes to you, all you're not in control of those no's. You're not in control of how much work you have on because you're always at the mercy of other people. And I think in order to have a schedule that works for you, that has the right amount of work, the right amount of money coming in, the right amount of time spent, I think you need the ball to be in your court. You need people selling to you rather than you selling to them. So in my opinion, 
the goal is to work hard to get differentiated in the market so that people are coming to you and you're, you're saying yes or no rather than you coming to them. And I think if you can set up that kind of flow, then you will not be at the mercy of other people. The only problem then is deciding how much work is too much work and at least the ball's in your court. How do you balance doing work that you're passionate about versus work that just pays the bills? Oh. Okay, so this question is about how do you balance getting enough work or, or doing work that you're passionate about versus work that just pays the bills. And I think, again, it's helpful to have a little bit of a paradigm shift. I think balancing work you're passionate about with work that's paying the bills should actually not be so much this idea of scales where one's on one side and the other's on the other side and more like a cycle. So we move away from the scales view to the cycle view. I think doing work that you're passionate about versus work that pays the bills should be this this thing that's a, a an ongoing process, an ongoing cycle. And here's what I mean by that. Your passion for work is going to depend a lot on striking the perfect balance between feeling like you've got mastery in a subject versus it's still challenging for you. If you look at the concept of flow, this concept of getting joy from your work, it comes from striking the perfect balance of a challenge coming at you that requires you to engage uh, with your mind and engage with your best you. That gives you excitement, but also having the confidence that you have the mastery to solve the problem. As soon as you're hitting challenges that you have no mastery over, you're overwhelmed and you lose that joy and you lose the passion. As soon as you get problems coming at you where you're so masterful that it's not a challenge, it becomes boring. And so I think a lot of people think about their careers like destination. They think like, oh, if I could only do uh, logo design all the time, then I would be happy. But the problem with that is that eventually doing logos in that same way, you'll be so masterful that it will no longer be a challenge and therefore you will lose your passion. And so instead of thinking, well, this is the work I'm passionate about and that work that pays the bills I'm not passionate about, I always think about it like, how do I plant seeds today that will help me to, in the next six months to a year, work on stuff that is a good balance of mastery and challenge? Knowing that, eventually I will pay the bills with that work, but then further down the road, that work will become boring. And so instead of seeing it as, how do I always maintain this balance between passion and work that just pays the bills, my question is, how do I pay the bills with work that I'm passionate about for the maximum amount of time on the journey? Because there is no destination of perfect balance. There is only spending the maximum amount of time on the journey fulfilled and passionate. And I think this perception change can be a game changer.
Hmm, as an extrovert, the hardest part of freelancing for me is the lack of human contact. In particular, I miss those consistent relationships you build over time with people on your team or in the office. What are your strategies for maintaining your social health? So this question is about, uh, you know, if you're a freelancer, it's easy to not, to, it's easy to get lonely, it's easy to not see people, you know, a lot of freelancers like work in a cave and that can be pretty depressing. And I think this is a balancing your, uh, your social time, your, your engagement with other people, your, your energy levels. And I think this question goes to the heart of managing your energy levels. And I think it needs to be connected to your knowledge of whether you're an introvert or an extrovert. Now, that may seem simple, like if you're an introvert, then working from home will be totally fine and you can just work in a cave. And if you're an extrovert, you can go get a, a, a space at a co-working space and all of your problems will be solved. But there's actually a lot more to this striking this balance than meets the eye because introvert versus extrovert just means where you get your energy it doesn't mean that you don't need people or you do need people an introvert may get their energy from being alone but they expend their energy by being with other people that part of the equation is just as important just like how exercise can wake you up so if you're feeling lethargic and tired, sometimes you need exercise and that will wake you up, which is kind of counterintuitive, just in the same way that too much sleep can make you tired. And so I think for a freelancer, it's incredibly important to know whether you're an introvert or an extrovert and then understand how to strike a balance. So I'm an introvert and that means that I get my energy from being alone. And that actually means that I prefer to do my deep work, the work that, uh, that I do the majority of my time alone. I like to be uh, alone to my own devices. I get, st I store up all of that energy. But the problem with this is, so, so I work from home for that reason, but the problem with this is that every week, if I don't actively pursue expending that energy, that excess energy of being alone stores up and I become restless and that restlessness leads to being unfulfilled or uh, a, you know, not feeling great about my work week. And so what I've done is I've actively engaged in local groups, uh, design groups, different activities, different monthly events. And I've found if I schedule let's say two or three things a week, whether that be a meeting or an event, that really helps me strike that balance. Whereas if you're an extrovert, you need, might need to spend 70% of your time working with other people and working in a co-working space might be the right vibe for you. However, if you're, if you're always in that co-working space, you might find yourself restless with too much energy. And I think the key here is to balance your nature. Your nature is going to be, is going to want to store up an excess of that energy 
and probably not want to spend it in that same way that we sometimes don't want to exercise or we sometimes want to stay in bed longer than we need to, our nature is going to be to hoard this energy. And so if you're an extrovert, the real challenge might be finding when you're going to spend time alone. And if you're an introvert, it, the challenge might be when are you going to actually get around other people? And I think in order to get that flow and that cycle of uh, storing up industry, energy and expending it and reaching your true potential on a weekly basis, I think it's important to understand those things about you and have a plan that is a routine and a discipline to continue that cycle on an ongoing basis. That concludes another episode of Ask a Freelancer. Don't forget to check out Cushion at CushionApp.com. I'm your host, Andy J. Miller. You can find my illustration portfolio and my other podcast, Creative Pep Talk, at andyj.pizza. Thanks to Nate Utesh and his band, Metavari, for the tunes. You can listen to more at soundcloud.com slash metavari. Send in your freelance questions on Twitter at CushionApp, and it might just get answered in the next show. Thank you very much, and we shall see you very soon.